second episode of the Off-Season Champions podcast. I am Sean, and this is a podcast dedicated to the Washington Redskins. From the perspective of an unrealistically optimistic fan. Last episode, we went over the Redskins' free agent signings, players we lost, and other notable signings around the league. This week, we'll be discussing the 2019 NFL Draft. We'll take a look at the entire first round and then take a deep dive into every one of the Redskins' 10 picks. With the first overall pick in the 2019 draft, the Arizona Cardinals choose Kyler Murray. This was the worst kept secret in the entire draft. Everyone knew where he was going. It wasn't, it was pretty anticlimactic. Uh, everyone knew, and he went there. Josh Allen, uh, out of a job, got traded to the Dolphins the next day. Uh, number two overall, probably one of the best players in the entire draft, Nick Bosa, goes to San Fran really boasting their uh, defensive uh, line. Number three, Quinnen Williams goes to the Jets. Honestly, probably the number one overall uh, player in this draft. Defensive tackle out of Alabama. The guy is a beast. It's going to be interesting to see him with the Jets. They're going to have a good squad this year. Uh, number four, the first kind of you know questionable pick of the night, uh, Clellan Farrell went to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, some would say he wasn't even the best D lineman in Clemson uh, coming out of this draft, but Oakland had him on their board, number one, and they got him. Uh, number five, Devin White to the Buccaneers. This was the pick everyone thought would be traded to the Redskins and we would reach for Dwayne Haskins. And again, we didn't make that move, and there goes Devin White, great player, uh, probably the nastiest linebacker in this draft. Number six, this was a good one. The New York Giants select Daniel Jones. This poor guy. Uh, There's a lot of talk of him coming out of uh, the end of last season. There's a lot of talk of him coming to the Redskins, saying he might be the most NFL-ready quarterback in this entire draft. You know, I feel bad for this kid. Biggest day of his life to have an entire fan base booing you and reaction videos being made of how upset the fan base is. It it sucks. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with Daniel Jones. Dave Gettleman must have thought really highly of him. And, uh, again, they got him. They they reached for him at number six. And they went out of their way and they got him. He probably would have been there later in the first round. Second round, maybe even third round, but uh, they were high on this kid, and he's the heir apparent to Eli Manning, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, he's either going to be a bust, and this will go down as a, a huge draft bust, or he'll be great, and Giants will have more success down the road. So, Giants, Daniel Jones at number six. Uh, number seven, Jaguars take Josh Allen, great, great edge rusher. Uh, number eight, the first tight end comes off the board to Detroit Lions, DJ Hawkinson. Uh, number nine, the Bills take Ed Oliver. At number 10, Denver trades with Pittsburgh. They get their linebacker, Devin Bush. Uh, again, awesome, awesome player. And they made, they made moves to get him. Uh, number 11, Bengals take Jonah Williams. 
Number 12, Packers take Rashawn Gary. 13, Miami Dolphins take Christian Wilkins. And number 14, Atlanta Falcons take Chris Lindstrom. At 15, your Washington Redskins take Dwayne Haskins Jr. This kid is awesome. I'm going to get into Dwayne a little bit later uh, when I kind of go through each one of these draft picks and a little bit of information, just some of my feelings about this guy. But Dwayne Haskins, ooh, yes. Uh, great pick for the Redskins. We got our quarterback of the future. We didn't reach to get him. We didn't uh, risk our future by giving up draft picks to get him. Uh, to get Dwayne Haskins at 15, it's an incredible, incredible feat. And uh, I really hope this works out well for the Redskins. Uh, again, we need an ed- edge rusher as well, but just you wait. Uh, Carolina Panthers at 16 take Brian Burns. That was one name the Redskins were uh, uh, connected with for a long time. Uh, Brian Burns and Montez Sweat. And uh, number 17, the Giants' second pick, take defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence out of Clemson. Uh, this is based off that trade with Cleveland for Odell Beckham. They got uh, the 17th overall pick and Jabril Peppers. So, yeah, they got a... Uh, they got a beast. Uh, Dexter Lawrence is a great D tackle, and um, again, there some would say he's uh, higher than the Raiders pick of Clellan Farrell. But uh, so they got two picks, top uh, top seventeen. Uh, number eighteen, the Vikings take Garrett Bradbury. Uh, number nineteen, Titans take Jeffrey Simmons, and twenty. Denver Broncos take Noah Fant. That was that trade with Pittsburgh to move back. Uh, 21, the Packers trade up with Seattle, and they get a safety, Darnell Savage. Uh, Kid's beast. He's good. Uh, There's a lot of talk about maybe the Redskins bringing him in. Uh, He's a local guy, but uh, Packers went up and got him. Uh, 22, Eagles get Andre Dillard. 23, Texans get Titus Howard. 24, Oakland Raiders get a second pick with Josh Jacobs. Again, someone say this might be a reach to take him in the first round. Uh, Alabama running back, kid uh, put up some great numbers. Um, but, hey, uh, you know, again, they, they went out and they got their guy. They, they were happy with him. He was the top of their board, and they went for it. 25, the Baltimore Ravens take Marquise Brown, first receiver coming off the board. Um, and number 26, surprise, surprise, the Washington Redskins trade ba- back into the first to go for Montez Sweat. Oh, wee! Montez Sweat. This was the other name that was all we heard about uh, when we talked about Redskins drafting at 15, that we need an edge rusher, uh, that we got to take this guy, and we trade back up into the first round. And we get our guy. So Redskins trade back from the 46th overall pick to the 26th overall pick. And they give up their 2022nd rounder. Uh, you know, it's... I don't think it's too much. Uh, this guy is incredible. I've watched a ton of film on him. To have him opposite of Kerrigan, it's going to be some next-level shit, man. I, I'll be honest. I'm excited for this guy. Uh, he could be Defensive Rookie of the Year uh, he is going to put up big numbers. He's fast. 
I'll get into Montez Sweat, but oh boy, Redskins making moves to win now. They move up to 26 to get Montez Sweat. Number 27, Oakland Raiders with their third pick in the first round. Go take Jonathan Abram. Uh, 28, Chargers get Jerry Tillery. 29, Seahawks take LJ Collier. And 30, Giants trade up into the first round as well and take DeAndre Baker out of Georgia, quarter, cornerback. Uh, it's pretty good, but uh, again, to move up to 30 to take him, I'm, well, you know, Dave Gettleman had an interesting draft, and uh, I think the fan base let him hear it. 31, Atlanta Falcons take Caleb McGarry, and 32, New England Patriots take Nikhil Harry out of Arizona State. So that was your first round. Um, you know, there were some big names in there, uh, notably two very big names for the Washington Redskins. So let's get into the breakdown of our 10 picks. We had 10 picks in this draft. Our first round was, I, I got to say, an A-plus for the Redskins. I mean, not in years have we had a draft this good, let alone a first round, first round that is, was this great. So Dwayne Haskins Jr. Dwayne Haskins was an Ohio State quarterback. He's coming out of his junior year, but basically his rookie year because it was his first full year as a starter. Dwayne is six foot three, two hundred thirty-one pounds. Uh, for anyone that cares, his arms are thirty-three and a half inches, and his hands were nine and five eighth inches. I never understood that. I mean, I get it, but I never understood how that would define a quarterback. Um, but, you know, they take those measurements for a reason. Dwayne Haskins' prospect grade was 6.2, uh, which basically, uh, when you go through that chart, it means he should become an instant starter. Uh, his biggest, I guess you could say, red flag from, uh, all, you know, all the, the combine and uh, his pro day was his 40 speed. Uh, he's slow. I mean, some would say he's sluggish, uh, heavy feet. His 40 speed was 5.04 seconds. Uh, he was a four-star ranking at a high school. He went to Bullis High School in uh, Potomac, Maryland. And uh, his senior year, he was the Maryland Gatorade Player of the Year. In college, he redshirted in 2016, played behind JT Barrett. Uh, in 2017, he played in, I believe it was eight games total. Uh, went 40 for 57, which is roughly 70% uh, passer rating. Threw for 565 yards and four touchdowns with one interception. In 2018, that was his year. He put up Madden-esque numbers. Uh, 2018, Dwayne Haskins threw for 4,831 passing yards. 50 touchdowns. He also ran for 108 yards and had four rushing touchdowns and only threw eight interceptions. This net uh, Dwayne, the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Year uh, and a Big Ten title. He was third in Heisman votes this year behind Kyler Murray, who uh, won. And uh, he led the nation with his uh, not only passing record and touchdowns. And he was the Rose Bowl MVP. So I've also watched a ton of film on Dwayne Haskins when 
they just said that there was a lot of interest in Dwayne and that Dan Snyder had a connection with his son going to the same school. Uh, you know, I made the time and I made the effort to go in and, and spend a lot of time looking into him. And he is impressive. Um, you know, I know what they're saying about maybe being sluggish and not moving well in the pockets, but, uh, you know, I think he moved well. I, I honestly, I, I think that uh, comparison uh, to some of the quarterbacks that he, he is, uh, I, I think he moved well. And he, I've got to be honest, he has an explosive arm. He can fucking throw that pigskin. He's confident. Uh, he, he His arm alone can get him out of trouble. He doesn't need to be able to run, pull up and run down the field because his arm will get him out of trouble. And he is pocket savvy. Uh, he's got a deep ball arm, something we haven't had in a while. Um, and uh, honestly, just watching him throw the ball, it looks effortless the way he's whipping that ball out of there. He's quick. His, his, his throwing style is quick. And he's a true athlete. I, I really think he is going to turn into a great NFL player. Um, he's been clutch in certain situations. He's just great, man. I am so high on Dwayne Haskins. Um, there were some negative comments of him coming out of uh, the combine and his pro day. Uh, again, his mobility. Um, he sometimes takes chances. And, you know, when you need your quarterback to make a read and be decisive you don't want them taking big chances. Sometimes it pays off, and sometimes your arm will get out of trouble, but uh, he's a chance taker. Uh, he misreads coverage. People say he's a little sluggish. He's got heavy feet, and uh, I guess the biggest gripe you could say he's inexperienced. The one-year starter at Ohio State, I mean, uh, for a quarterback, you know, you want someone who's got experience, who's got in-game experience, and who's got a, a you know prolonged career that can prove that they can do this at a, a NFL level. But I, I honestly think Dwayne Haskins coming to this team and working with this coaching staff, it's going to lead to great things. Um, Dwayne was a New Jersey kid who was mentored up by Sean Springs, and uh, I guess he convinced him to move to the Maryland area, and I think ultimately helped him make the decision to go to Ohio State. Uh, he's also been mentored by Mohamed Sanu, which, you know, that's a pretty good company. Um I mean, Dwayne Haskins. What more can I say about Dwayne Haskins other than I, we got our quarterback of the future. Hopefully, Dwayne is here for uh, next 10, 20 years making things happen for the Washington Redskins. I was beyond excited about this pick, uh, you know, and to not have to reach for him. It's just great. Um, so let's get to our second overall, uh, second pick in the first round of the draft. Oh, baby, Montez Sweat. He is an edge rusher out of Mississippi State. Uh, he's coming out of the draft into his senior year. I cannot tell you how excited I was for this pick. Uh, to hear the Redskins move back up into the first round to get him, I, I mean, what more do you want? You got both your needs in the first round, and you didn't give up much. Uh, Montez Sweat is six foot six, 260 pounds. His prospect grade was 6.34, which, again, is in that same tier of should become an instant starter. This is where it gets interesting. His 40 speed was 4.41 seconds. I mean, he is he was literally one of the fastest guys at the Combine, and he's got wheels, man. He is fast. He is fierce. He is strong. Uh, 
some of the other uh, 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 measurements, he did the bench 21 times. His three cone was seven seconds, and his 20-yard sh uh, shuttle, 4.29 seconds. Again, he's fast. He's he's not only fast, he's quick. Um, so in 2017, Montez was first-team All-SEC honors with 10.5 sacks, 48 tackles, and 15 of those were for a loss. In 2018, he was first-team All-SEC, second-team All-American with 11.5 sacks, 53 tackles, 14 of those for loss. Um, I, I, listen, Montez Sweat, he's an impact starter. He is going to start immediately. He is going to impress the shit out of this coaching staff. And him being on the field is going to do wonders, not only for Ryan Kerrigan, but for that entire offensive uh, defensive line. And when the defensive line is playing at a next-tier level, that is only going to help our secondary. Montez Sweat is going to be the biggest impact of this entire draft. Um, you know, there was, I guess, question of why he fell to number 26. Why wasn't he in the top 15, top 10? Uh, again, he is one of the best athletes in the draft. There were some issues about his heart. And I guess the the, the thickness of the... Uh, I, it, the it, He had a heart condition, basically. And uh, after the draft, it was reported by, I believe, Ian Rappaport that Sweat may have been misdiagnosed. But, listen, he is a beast. He, he's got a long frame. He's big, and he's fast, and he's got upper, strength, upper body strength. And, again, he's quick, man. He's got some wheels on him. He really, I guess, became uh, on everyone's radar after the combine. Uh, some of the cons, I guess you would say, uh, from his reporting was, uh, I guess, his lack of refinement. Again, the, the heart condition that was misdiagnosed and uh, that he plays too high. But, I mean, the pros outweigh the cons. I would say freaking 50 to 1. He's going to be a beast. And, I mean, to, to be opposite, already one of the most underrated players in the NFL, Ryan Kerrigan, uh, Mr. Iron Man. I mean, he is. This front seven is going to be nasty, and uh, this defense is. I, I mean, I think they're a top five defense. Um, and Monte Sweat coming on board, I think he's a big part of that top five defense. So Montez Sweat, number twenty six overall in the first round. You go Redskins, trading up to get your man. Because we traded up, we did not have a second-round pick. But we did have a third-round pick. And, well, you know, I don't know if he was on the Redskins board before the draft. I'm sure he was because, I, I hope he was, because the night uh, Dwayne Haskins was drafted, he sent out a tweet to the Redskins saying, you got to draft my, you know, my, my, my boys, my receivers. Uh, and, you know, Paris Campbell, I believe, went in the second round to the Colts. Um, but we got Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin out of Ohio State. Uh, came out as a senior. He's six foot, 208 pounds. His prospect grade was 5.61. And he ran a 4.3540. Terry McLaurin looks like a beast. He looks like he's going to be a reliable replacement to Jamison Crowder. Um, I think he's going to be able to play you know, inside. I think he's going to be able to play outside. I think he could 
maybe develop into our number one receiver. Uh, but I, again, we'll, we'll see how he how he does, how he fares in, through uh, minicamp and OTAs and eventually training camps. Um, but yeah, Terry McLaurin, pretty pretty good. I've watched a lot of film. Uh, again, I watched a ton of film with Dwayne Haskins, and uh, you can't miss McLaurin out there. Uh, he had a great, great senior bowl. And uh, I guess a lot of what people were saying is he's a detailed route runner, and uh, he's physical at the top. Um, he's just a, a kind of a, one of those all-around utility players uh, that fits in a lot of different places. Um, at Ohio State, he was a two-time team captain, 2017 and 2018. Uh, obviously played with Dwayne Haskins, so there's a relationship there and uh, kind of a rapport already. And uh, from what I hear, he's a phenomenal special teams player uh, while at Ohio State. So, I mean, that alone will earn him a spot on this team, and uh, I think he could be one of our best receivers next year. Um, but well, time will tell, and we'll see what he can produce at the uh, training camps. Uh, one of the cons I heard was uh, he lacks early acceleration, and um, again, he was kind of just used as a utility player behind some of the other receivers. It was kind of receiver by committee at Ohio State last year. Um, but uh, I, I'm I'm impressed by Terry McLaurin. Um, so, yeah, round three, number 76 overall, Ohio State, Terry McLaurin. I, I'm, I'm excited about this pick. Uh, again, the rapport with Haskins alone is, you know, just to have someone in the building that you know and you're comfortable with. I think it's going to do them both a lot of good. And uh, I think he's, the fan base is going to be excited about this guy. Um, so, round four. The Redskins go, I guess you would say an unexpected route. Redskins, with the 112th overall pick, take Bryce Love, running back out of Stanford. Uh, Bryce came out of the draft, into, uh, out of the college in his senior year into the draft. Uh, he's five foot nine and 200 pounds. And his prospect grade was 5.53. Now, Bryce Love was a four-star recruit at a high school. Uh, he was an all-around athlete. I believe in high school he was a track athlete and even competed in the Junior Olympics. Uh, and while at high school, he racked up 5,300 yards and 71 touchdowns during his entire career. Um, in 2017, he was a Heisman finalist. Uh, with 2,118 yards and 19 touchdowns. Uh, 2016, when he, I guess, redshirted uh, within Stanford, he played behind Christian McCaffrey. Uh, 2017, he had that breakout year, the Heisman-worthy, uh, Heisman finalist-worthy breakout year. And uh, in 2018, uh, there was a little production stoppage, I guess you would say. Uh, he put up 739 yards and six touchdowns. And unfortunately, the last game of the regular season, he tore his ACL. Uh, obviously, this caused him to slide into the fourth round. You know, coming back from an injury is never easy. Uh, we just had our number two overall, our, our second round pick last year go down with an ACL injury. Uh, and he's rehabbed it for the entire year. And uh, we're hoping he comes back by training camp, Darius Geis, and, and you know, puts up some big numbers for us. We got a lot of expectations for him playing with AP. But Bryce Love, I, I think, is again, is a pick for the future. It's a pick for the next five, ten years. Uh, let's say five, five years. Uh, and, you know, he is highly intelligent. He's quick. I watched a lot of film on Bryce Love as well. Um, he's got burst and top speed. 
and uh, he played through pain. He, I think he was injured a lot in that 2018 year, and it all cumul- uh, culminated, cum- culminated uh, in a torn ACL that last game. Uh, some of the cons you could say were he's a little bit smaller in size. Uh, his blitz protection could be an issue. And uh, I guess I read that he's got a frantic run style. Um, but, I mean, from what I've seen, this kid is explosive. He's going to be a dynamic running back for us. And next year when AP's on, I guess we'll have one year left next year, but we'll have AP, Darius Geis, I guess Chris Thompson, and Bryce Love, and uh, Saman P. Ryan if he's still around as well. I mean, that is quite the running back room right there. Um, Bryce Love was a captain at Stanford as well. And, again, he's got a chip on his shoulder. A lot of people passed on him. And uh, I think he is a dynamic running back for this team. I can't wait to see him recoup. And, uh, you know, he'll probably start the year on the pup list. Maybe he'll be available later in the year. Uh, But we'll have to see how that plays out. Um, But a strong pick for number four, uh, for the fourth round, 112 overall. Um, I mean, good on the Redskins to uh, make this one happen. Uh, I feel like the Redskins take a lot of running backs in the draft. And, you know... Some have panned out well, and others, I guess, a little TBD. But, um, yeah, Bryce Love, what a strong pick. I really like this pick a lot. Also in the fourth round, uh, the 131st pick overall, uh, Wes Martin out of Indiana, uh, another senior coming out of Indiana. Um, Wes Martin is a guard. Uh, His prospect grade was 5.48. His height is 6'3". His weight is 311 pounds. Um, so from what I heard about Wes Martin and, uh, I had to do a little more research on Wes Martin because, uh, you know, there's not, again, a sexy name, the lineman's the never a sexy pick, but, uh, so Wes Martin, uh, he seems to be Mr. Reliable. Uh, he's a strong, solid player. Uh, so while he was at Indiana, he had 935 snaps. During that time, he allowed two sacks, and from what I read, one of those might not even be his fault. I mean, that's a pretty reliable guard. Uh, will it translate to the NFL? Like, we'll see what the this team can do. Um, I mean, what better place for a guard to learn than under Bill Callahan and next to Trent Williams, uh, potentially? I mean, he could easily win that starting left guard job. Um, you know, he is well-schooled. He's got some NFL strength. He's smart. He's strong. And from what I hear, his work ethic is incredible. Uh, some of the cons about him, again, uh, a little bit slower. Uh, he's uh, been said he's been a little lethargic. He's got some heavy feet and that he oversets uh, when he blocks. Um, but he's a smart kid. He's tough and, again, reliable, I think, is the word we're going to use here. He is a reliable player. Uh Wes Martin was also a two-year captain at Indiana. Uh, in the fifth round, Redskins take Ross Piercebaker. We got our Alabama guy. <laughs> Everyone was wondering if the Redskins would take an Alabama player again in the draft. Uh, and we did. Uh, Ross Piercebaker is a senior coming out of Alabama. He is 6'4", weighs 307 pounds, and his prospect grade was 5.33. Uh, he came out his senior year as a center. Uh, however, 
came into Alabama as a four-star recruit at a high school, and he redshirted as a freshman in 2015. During the 2015 uh, season, he played in 14 games, all at left guard. In 2016, he played 15 games, two at left guard, 13 at right guard. 2017, he played 12 games at left guard. And in 2018, he played 15 games at center, where he net a AP second team All-American uh, honor. Again, he's got deep ties to Alabama. And, uh, I mean, you know this team loves their Alabama players. There's enough of them. My God. Uh, an interesting fact I read about uh, Ross Pierce Baker is he has the most career starts in Alabama history. And if you're going to go back to uh, a reliable guy, um, yeah, that's pretty reliable to be there that long and to be able to make that kind of impact with Nick Saban, to be a starter for four years. Um, you know, that's that's what you want. And I think he can, again, he can play center. He can be a swing guard for us. He can go a lot of different directions. Uh, Four-year starter at Alabama. I mean, that's, that's not an easy feat. Uh, the amount of recruits they can bring into that school to be a four-year starter it's impressive. Uh, he's quick. He's got pro-ready experience. And again, he could be that swing guard if he's coached up. And what better coach to have than Bill Callahan? Arguably the best line coach in the entire NFL. Uh, I was happy with this pick. I know the offensive line picks aren't sexy, but we needed depth at offensive line. We had so many injuries last year, it was mind-boggling. We were picking up guys that were uh, you know, bagging groceries the week before. We, 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 we need reliable, young talent that we can plug in. And uh, again, Ross Pierce Baker is that guy. Uh, Ross Pierce Baker was also a captain his senior year at Alabama. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a running theme here with this draft, and I'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, in the fifth round, with the 173rd overall pick, the Redskins select Cole Holcomb, a linebacker out of North Carolina. Uh, Cole came out as a senior, he was 6'1 and weighs 231 pounds. His prospect grade was 5.36. Uh, Cole Holcomb started in North Carolina as a walk-on in 2014. In 2015, he was a special team standout. Uh, in 2016, he led the team in tackles with 115. In 2017, he led team a team with tackles with 93 tackles. And in 2018, he led the team again with 105 tackles. Uh, I guess you could say Cole Holcomb is a speedy, speedy project uh, linebacker. Um, he got sideline to sideline range. He had an incredible pro day and got a lot of uh, attention during it. And um, I guess you could say he's uh, reactive, um, which, you know, uh, that would be the, the, the negative of him. He's He's just kind of reactive. He's not anticipating. He's not you know, committing to something. He's just reactive to what's going on around him. And, you know, I think his speed makes up for a lot of that. Uh, from what I hear, Jay Gruden was a huge advocate of his and uh, was talking him up a lot. And again, uh, when a head coach wants a guy, you get that guy. Um, linebacker is a position of need always. And to have a young, speedy, uh, you know, kind of project uh, potential backup, uh, it's good. He's pretty balanced. Um, Again, maybe he's not as decisive as you want, but maybe that's something you know, he can learn uh, working with some of these other guys on the team. Um, but he's got, 
you know, tremendous potential. He's quick, and, uh, you know, again, he's young, he's quick, and we need some depth there. So I like this pick. Um, I, I like Cole Holcomb a lot, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, hopefully he can make some uh, headway as a special team player, make this roster, and uh, eventually develop into, you know, a starter for this team. Uh, in round six, with the 206th overall pick, the Redskins select Kelvin Harmon, another wide receiver, uh, this one out of North Carolina State. Uh, Kelvin came out as a junior. He's 6'2 and 221 pounds. His prospect grade is 5.55, and he ran the 40 in 4.6 seconds. Uh, while at North Carolina State, he won, uh, received first-team All-ACC honors. He put up 1,186 yards and seven touchdowns. Um, I guess some of the critiques uh, that were said about him was that he was too slow for the NFL. And, uh, I mean, I guess that's why you could say he slid to the sixth round. Um, everyone thought he may be a second-day pick, but uh, he slid. And, I, again, there's a reason he slid. Uh, I'm not going to say we got to steal, you know, we got to steal the draft and getting Kelvin Harmon. Um, but he's a big receiver, and he's really strong. Uh, and he's got a little bit of a swagger to him. I, I liked, I like him. I, I, I watch some film again. I, I don't watch film on all these guys, uh, but uh, you know, the, the sexy picks, the quarterbacks, the edge rusher, uh, the receivers I, I watch film on and, um, yeah, he is big and he's strong and, uh, he's got a big body on him. I think he's going to turn into like a safety blanket for, uh, uh for Dwayne or, or case, whoever starts, um, he's a physical receiver and he's aggressive, uh, but he's strong. He's got some swagger to him, and I like that. In the seventh round, with the 227th overall pick, the Skins select Jimmy Moreland out of James Madison. He's 5'10, 179 pounds, and his prospect grade was 5.29. His 40 yard speed was 4.38 seconds. Jimmy Moreland is an absolute ball hawk. He had 18 career interceptions. Six of those were pick sixes and six career kick blocks. Uh, he's eager to learn and he's probably going to be a special team star for us next year. He's got a really high football IQ and he trusts his in instincts. Um, some cons is his size. He's undersized. He's thin. Uh, I've heard that he's impatient. He could struggle as a starter, um, and there were some also some character issues in college. Uh, he had a petty larceny charge, and uh, I believe he was also dismissed for the team for violating team rules. Uh, however, he did play uh, again in uh, at James Madison, uh, and as a defensive back, he is confident. He's quick. He's a playmaker. He's physical. Uh, and again, tenacious is just a, a great word for this kid. He's a ball hawk, and he is tenacious. He's quick, and he's disruptive. I think him as a young talent on this defensive backs team, uh, he's going to be disruptive for us. And he gives us a little more depth. And just that ball hawk mentality is, uh, you know, we haven't had that in a while. And I hope this kid puts up some incredible numbers. I know 5'10", he's small, and... and you know, you hear that a lot, that he's small and he's just undersized, but he's got an eye for the ball and he makes plays. And, you know, with the front seven that this team is going to have, 
to have him in the backfield, I mean, if a quarterback makes a mistake, this guy is going to capitalize on it, and he's going to take it to the house. I'm excited to see Jimmy Moreland out there. Uh, I, I, I'm almost absolutely positive he'll make the final 53. Uh, he probably will be a special teams player that, you know, we use at depth. Um, but he is something special, and uh, I like this kid. I like this pick a lot, especially in the seventh round. I mean, most seventh round picks. Who's excited about seventh round picks? But Jimmy Moreland, whew, I, I like him. I really think he's going to do some great things for this team. He's just disruptive, and I think this is one of those late-round impact players. Um, but we'll see what happens with that. And with our 10th and final pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, 253rd pick overall, Redskins select Jordan Brailford, uh, another edge rusher out of Oklahoma State. He's coming out as a junior. Um, he's 6'3". 252 pounds. His prospect grade was 5.48. His time at Oklahoma State, he totaled 135 tackles, 16 sacks, and three forced fumbles. He was a two-time All-Big 12 uh, first-team honors. His pros, he's a high-effort edge. He's a disruptive talent. Uh, Cons, he had some inferior measurables. I guess you could say he's undersized. Uh, and some would say he's got linear movement, just he's not a lateral uh, kind of moving player. Um, But again, he was was described as disruptive at school, and uh, we need depth at the edge position. Um, You know, we lost Preston Smith, and uh, obviously we made some big moves to get Montez Sweat, but, you know, those guys can't be on the field every, every single down of every game. So I, I think he's going to need some coaching up, but he's going to be a disruptive force. And um, I'm not positive he'll make the final 53, but just having him in camp, I, I you know, I, we'll see how this pick goes. You know, I, you can't be crazy about every single pick, but uh, again, he's our 10th pick in this draft. Uh, and I mean, honestly, what an incredible draft to, to end with Jordan Brailford at edge. Um, yeah, it's, it's, and a pretty pretty impressive draft. So that was the Redskins 2019 draft. Uh, they also made some free, uh, I guess, undrafted free agent signings. Uh, most notably, the only one I think that would still be around at the end of everything is uh, JoJo McIntosh. Um, I, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. But, uh, you know, I think, again, he's just more depth. He's another body, uh, you know. Uh, they they signed some other offensive linemen. Uh, I, I, they also signed a couple uh, receivers. Um, but, uh, you know, I think Jojo McIntosh is uh, one that's going to make a name for himself and uh, maybe make it onto the pack practice squad after all said and done. Um, but, uh, my goodness, the NFL draft this year for the Redskins, I think it's one of the highest-rated drafts that this team has had in uh, probably close to the last couple decades. Um, of course, there was a few people who, you know, oh, Redskins, uh, B minus, C plus draft. I mean, I, I don't know where people are getting that. I don't understand it. And again, maybe it's because I'm not, I'm an optimist about this team. Um, but I was excited for this draft and I was excited by this draft. This team is making moves and they're picking up some really good talent. And maybe it was just a deep draft and there was a lot of talent out there, but 
I'm excited by a lot of these players, and I think a lot of these players are going to be impact players for this team for a long time coming. Um, something I mentioned earlier, and uh, I, I think it was a recurring theme, uh, not only in the draft, but uh, in our free agency signings as well, uh, and that is a change in culture. Um, we had some big big mouths last year. We had some guys who, you know, they, they had a lot of shit to say, and that got them uh, thrown out of off thrown out of the city and off this team. And this year in the draft, uh, leadership was really a uh, uh, something that just every pick that they made it just said leadership to me. Uh, from what I heard from coaches and teammates, uh, Dwayne Haskins a leader, and he's a big influence on the offense and he's a leader. Uh, Terry McLaurin, two time captain. Uh, Bryce Love, captain. Wes Martin, two-time captain. Pierce Baker, a captain. This isn't, uh, you know, this isn't just coincidence. This is by design. Uh, They're breeding this uh, accountability and uh, integrity and leadership in the locker room. Landon Collins, uh, captain for the Giants. They want these uh, disruptive players. They want them gone. They want... uh, a team that's going to be accountable, uh, not just to themselves, but to one another, and who want to win. They need leaders in that locker room. And, I mean, I know these guys are coming in as rookies to the NFL, and their leadership is going to be felt right away. But two, three years down the road, uh, I mean, look what's going to happen with John Allen this year. I mean, he's probably going to be the defensive captain of this team. Uh, Maybe Collins, but, uh, I mean, you know, you want that in the locker room. You want guys that are going to be leaders and who are going to work and be accountable to everyone there. Um, you know, it just goes a long way uh, for the coaching staff, for the team itself. Um, and you want leaders around. You you want guys who are going to be reliable and who are going to keep their mouth shut and just lead by example. Um, and I, I think that really showed in this draft and it was, it's really a change of culture for this team, and it's a much-needed change in culture. Uh, DJ Swearinger had a lot to say last year. Uh, Zach Brown had a lot to say about some of the coaches. And, you know, who needs that? Who needs that disruptive force? There's enough crap going on every season that you don't need a disruption in your locker room. You don't need someone talking to the media and, and just stirring things up. You need guys who are going to put their nose down and get the job done and put in the work, put in the time, and make things happen. Uh, I'm thrilled by the change in culture. I'm thrilled with the the drafting by design, the, the leadership of the guys they got. Uh, they, they got some guys who, again, are reliable, who are impact players, and who are leaders. Um, I was blown away by this draft. Uh, I know the front office gets a lot of shit, and some of it's warranted, but this front office had quite the draft, and uh, I think it's giving the fan base something to be excited about. Dwayne Haskins is going to put asses in seats, and the Redskins need that. This fan base needs to get excited about something, and uh, again, I I get excited every year in the offseason, and this year, uh, <laughs> this draft, this team, I've... I, it's brought my fan fandom to the next level. Uh, the fact that I'm sitting here 
just recording my thoughts and putting them into a podcast format is it speaks a tremendous amount to what this team is doing to its fans and and we're I really feel like we're building something special here and we're building towards something special and you know Jay said it he's in a win now mentality because he needs to win now this team you know we need to go in the right direction we need to we we started off so strong last year and our injuries killed us and you know to start 6 and 3 and to finish 7 and 9 I mean it's that whole second half of the season was so hard to watch it just the team fell apart injuries tore this team apart and it was just hard on everyone um but we got some new talent in uh these 10 new draft picks and the un- undrafted free agents that they've signed um I, I i really think there's some impact dynamic players there that are going to impact offense and the defense and uh, really revitalize the special team side of things a little bit as well with some some uh, fresh meat if you will um i'm really excited what the redskins did in the 2019 draft it was fantastic by all accounts uh even the the negative if you will the the b minus the c plus i mean that first round alone how could you say anything bad about that they they were patient they got their guy at 15 they traded back up they got the the other need washed out in montez sweat i mean montez sweat dwayne haskins in the first round and then terry mclaurin in the third those three picks alone i mean that's the cost of admission i i'm so excited to see what these guys can do. Uh, I'm just excited. Uh, again, off season is my favorite time of year, and like always, the Redskins are off season champions yet again this year. Um, so I have nothing but great things to say about this front office. This draft was top notch, and uh, I think the draft overall this year was was really good. Um, and uh, a lot of a lot of again impactful players are going to be brought into this league and it's it's great man i love this time of year um so that was the 2019 nfl draft thank you for joining me to go over the 2019 nfl draft uh Again, I was blown away by this draft. Uh, we made tremendous strides, and I'm excited to see what these rookies and our free agents do in OTAs and minicamp. Um, uh, my next episode, I'm going to go over OTAs, uh, rookie minicamp, and then vet- uh, veteran minicamp, and all of the news between the draft and leading up to training camp. Uh, if you have listened this long, I appreciate it. I hope people are listening. Uh, I love this team, and I'm going to continue to do this, uh, regardless of if one person's listening or if uh, one million people are listening. Uh, so thank you again. Uh, follow me on Twitter. I am at HTTR Champs. That is at HTTR Champs. Uh, I'm trying to get a following over there uh, as well as a following over here. Uh, Look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, Obviously, if you have any feedback, uh, if you think I'm doing something wrong, if you just hate me, whatever the case may be, uh, let me know. Um, Thank you again for joining me, and I look forward to doing this again. Till next time, everyone.
HTTR. <laughs>